0: What shall it profit a collector if he gain the world and lose his soul? You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 220, for the week of Wednesday, the 11th of May, 2016. I'm Ben, and ably assisting me with this episode are... John. And Justin. Justin. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Boss Fight Studio Skeleton, and our discussion topic is the inaugural instalment of the brand new segment, The ABCs of Toy Collecting. We've managed to get a show together. How are we?
1: Yeah, <laughs> pretty good.
0: <laughs> well, I'm afraid pretty good uh,
2: comes out ahead in in, uh, in this particular <laughs> challenge. So, what's been happening, Justin? So, I've had the first week of uh, my wife being away, and I've got ah the, yes, the two youngest uh, Miss 14 and Master 8. Excellent. And so, we've been eating meat every night, which has been good. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> now, uh, have you? Um, Uh, Are you rationing it out or did you just like, you know, get the old pig on the spit out the back
2: and you've just been eating nothing but roast pork? Oh, I wish. Uh, uh, First night, it was all simple stuff. So the first night was like uh, tacos, I think it was. And then the second night, I made spaghetti enough for two nights so I wouldn't have to cook again. (laughs) Excellent. Good work. Good work. And then there's been basic things like um, we had sausages, mashed potato and peas. It's <laughs> an uh, Australian, uh, yeah. <laughs> household institution. <laughs> and another night we had um, nachos. Wow, very so good. It was he- it was healthy nachos, so it's good. So, uh, with the number of people in your household, do you often have a lot of leftovers? Um, yeah, because my kids are fussy. I, uh, I yeah. um. I don't like um, any waste with food, so I always freeze it if there is any leftovers. Yeah, because uh, I came from two very strict grandmothers where every you know scary of meal (laughs) had to be eaten before you even thought about moving. One grandmother who would make a pot of gravy that would sit on the stove top for a week, and she would just add (laughs) water to it. And I kid you not, so by Friday night it was like like see through. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Boy, so that's yeah. uh, I had, had to, to eat, at the eat, end of eat, the, eat, the week, eat, wouldn't you? You're <laughs> single. Yeah, like squashes and uh Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, oh. spinach. Oh. Uh, I had uh, uh uncles who were from failed relationships that had moved back into uh, their mum's house from time to time, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they know I'd be struggling, so every time they'd walk past, they'd uh, grab like a, a squash or a piece of cauliflower <laughs> or a Brussels sprout and eat it as they walked past to save Good me uh, a night of sitting there. <laughs> Good work. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think my
0: tadpoles are getting to the age now where they're starting to really pick up in, in their, their appetite. Like they, they're obviously getting physically bigger. So mm. they're eating more. And so what we make doesn't go as far. So often in the morning, I'll, I'll make their lunch ready for school. And then I'll look in the fridge to take leftovers to work and then go, Oh, that's right. There isn't any anymore. Mm. So I might need to up my game in terms of quantity. Mm. Uh, so Mr. John. Mm. What's what's going on in your part of the world?
1: Um, I'm getting ready to embark on a technological endeavor again this weekend. I've now got, th- I've got the three monitors working now. So Ah, uh-huh. cool. That's the update from last week. Um, the
0: Batcave. That's the one that's the size of a window.
1: No, that's the one Mrs. Nerd has. I got her <laughs> old ones. So I have like <laughs> two 20s and an 18 or something. Good work. Mm-hmm. And so Good I'm work. trying that out, trying to figure
0: out how I like it. It, so now you need you, to start my, microsoft project um jobs just so that you can use microsoft project and schedule stuff right across all three screens I, um, yeah.
1: well it's weird because the one on the right side you kind of like have to like come down to the middle one and then go to the right you can't go from like the top <laughs> one to the right one directly so uh, um yeah, yeah but uh we're actually going to uh cut the cord on our phones and switch our what? yeah we're going to switch our phones to um internet phones
0: Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: so, um, I got this big box from the cable company Thursday, and I I just started going through it last night, and it's got like a new cable box, uh, actually a, a little digital TV adapter, and then a new cable t- phone modem and Wi-Fi, and so yeah, that'll yeah. that'll probably be today. So um, yeah, we're gonna drop our uh, regular phone lines and go for that.
0: Yeah, uh, we were forced into that. We we got a letter saying we had no choice. They were take they were getting rid of the old copper lines, hmm. and so we all moved
1: to internet telephony. Well, um, yeah, for us, uh, you know, they they have both, and um, it, it's actually quite a bit of savings. So, yeah, yeah, and I'm getting like uh, I think Cinemax and Showtime now. So, and it's like almost oh. the same price for what I've paid for cable before. So,
0: very nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool.
1: Very nice. And it's supposed to be faster internet, but we'll we'll Mm. wait and see how the hamsters do. You'll be the judge Mm. of that. So if I'm not (laughs) on the show next week...
0: (laughs) It was slower. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just talking slower. (laughs)
1: slower. Or (laughs) or actually, if it gets to next week and we still have no internet, uh, Mrs. Nerd probably will have killed me, so...
0: It's a hard thing to go without now. Well, yeah.
1: And especially since she works from home, you know, she almost yeah. does it for the stuff she does.
0: So, hmm Yes, true, true. Well, in uh, my part of the world, we had uh, the dreaded parent-teacher interviews. Mm. Oh, yes. Where we uh, went along, and, well, yeah, we had no predisposed opinions. Uh, it was just uh, something to do out of interest, and... Uh, my twin tadpoles who are in kindergarten, uh, we were just completely blown away with the things that the, the teacher had to say. Uh, she was just in awe of how hard they've been trying. And uh, one of the twins in particular, she said, because they're starting to learn to read and write, so it's it's no, no more fun and, and games like they had in preschool where it was all finger painting and stuff. They're actually getting you know, into the, the basics now. Uh, and she said that, the teacher said that she is just giving it her all. She's applying herself to, you know, every task that they do. There's no distractions. And we were just, you know, amazed. And, you know, I mean, you you pick them up from school and what did you do today? Oh, nothing. Okay. Then mm. we had that conversation. So uh, we were, you know, so blown away that we decided that as a reward, we would take them out today after all the sporting events were over and, uh, we went to the local comic shop for uh, free comic book day, and they s- scored a bunch of loot. And I've known the proprietor for well over twenty years now, twenty five years, I think. Um, so she gave them quite a few extras and stacked them up with goodies, and it was uh, it was great. But um, then we took them for their reward to Toys R Us, and and we said that <laughs>
1: within reason. Wait a minute, you took them to Toys R Us for a reward.
0: We did. We did. Oh, we oh. did. And, uh, well, our, uh, our tadpoles tend to earn things like that. You know, they don't tend to get gifts just for the sake of it. Uh, they either get them at, you know, Christmas, birthdays, and the rest of the time they actually have to earn them with reward stickers. So the more they yeah. do, the more reward stickers they get. When they get a, uh, when they finish a row, they get a treat. Um, that's how they get chocolate. They don't get confectionery otherwise. Uh, And then if they complete the entire award sheet, then they get a uh, a reward for that. And that's usually something in, you know, along those lines a toy of some description i usually keep a bit of a stash whenever there's a sale on and uh, so we went to toys r us and we said that you know within reason of cost they could pretty much choose whatever they wanted and it was it was hilarious because you know one of them got all of four feet through the door and went i want this and it's like well it's it's a big store let's just you know let's check a few more aisles first so then you know she walks another four feet i want this and um however their older sister who's um miss miss seven tadpole she uh she you know she pretty much knew what she wanted and so we kept going and rinse and repeat this over and over again and we went through all the aisles we went through the barbie aisle the monster high aisle the shopkins which seems to be a big thing at uh, at the school at the moment um did all that sort of stuff they've got quite a few of the Sylvanian families sort of thing and for some reason miss seven seems to have an affinity for plush toys so she likes dogs she likes plush toys and she got a plush dog but it was uh, a very proud dad indeed and i i have to put this up right now that there was um there there was no coercion or, or of any description um this was just purely off their own backs uh one tadpole who's the little pocket rocket, blonde hair, blue eyed, cute little thing. Uh, she went for the, uh, Captain America Civil War war machine mask <laughs> with the matching, um, repulsor that lights up and makes sounds. So, um, he, he was me beaming away. Then her twin sister comes wandering back, um, completely unaware of what her sister had chosen. And she had selected the, Captain America shield that straps onto the arm, and you press a button, and it opens the shield sort of opens up, and it fires Nerf darts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was blown away. And, um, and Mrs. Shake was like, "Really, really? Like these are the these, these are the princesses who play dress ups with, um, you know, princess dresses and tiaras and and stuff like that." And here they were and they were playing with it all afternoon. They had an absolute hoot. So oh, warm so there you go, very. Uh topical choice well uh, i'm not sure where the only thing i can think of is other than some of the comics that i've given them um we watch a lot of superhero squad but he's not really you know Mm. not really prominent so Uh so but she doesn't know who iron man is and i think the reason why she went with war machine is because they had the um Iron Man mask that flips up and then it flips down, lights up and makes sounds mm. but then she saw the war machine one actually came with the, the repulsor that lights mm. up so of course she was running around blasting the dog and whatnot. So, <laughs> so pretty awesome day I have to say. It was it was very good indeed. Very good. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Alright. Well, since I've taken up 75% of the allocated banter time, maybe we should uh, get on with some articulated news. But it was worth it. <laughs> Thank you
3: <laughs> It is a time when those who control the magic control destiny when spectral Knights battle evil darkly roars <laughs> the man. from
0: hasbro before we get to our features we start each episode with a bit of news and articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world we're not a comprehensive toy news service these are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week justin what's caught your eye
2: Okay, the first bit of news comes from McFarlane Toys, and this is a bit of a mouthful. It's the Walking Dead TV series 7-inch Abraham Ford figure from the 07, which is the number, Red Wave Colour Tops Collector Edition. (laughs) So through further Um, research, we found that this was the actual number 7 in the wave of figures that have come out, and also that they will feature articulation. But if you look at the picture of this guy here through Big Bad Toys Toys, it's hard to see any articulation. Um the likeness we're finding is quite nice on these proto picks and you know never know how it comes out in the end. It's uh, um it's actually pretty infuriating I think when
0: companies continue to do this. I, I complain endlessly, you know, for those people who haven't noticed, uh, about Funko doing this with everything that's showing, you know, figures in the packaging that that's clearly photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're photoshopping their proto figures into packaging. It's not even an actual packaged photo. Yeah, but it. Yeah. I so,
1: I'd rather see that though than what McFarland typically does which is this which is
0: I think they're equally bad. I, I, I mean, I, you know,
1: I, I think McFarlane's worse for it because I don't think their stuff actually ever looks turns out looking like
0: uh, Well, to me, this prototype, this looks like Abraham stepped off the screen. Like this is yeah. flawless. Like it looks like Abraham in every way shape and form, yet I cannot see even a single point of articulation in this figure. So unless it's beautifully hidden uh, into the drapery of his pants, etc., and he's got double jointed elbows to get his arm up um, like he has in the proto shot. Uh, I mean, you know, look, if if they, if they can pull it off, great. But do you really think his left hand is a going to be posed like that to go on his hip? And if it is, it makes it pretty useless for yeah. anything else. And it'll be a new um, form of articulation as well to get the hand to do that. That really get the wrist going. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just don't know why you don't just show me the figure. Um, uh, yeah, look, I know yeah, there's a, you know, 16, 18 month turnaround for figures from concept to being in stores, but really,
2: you know. Yeah. Well, then I'm I'd mm. stop making stuff in seven inch scale. Well, but, but that, <laughs> stop
1: it. You know, that's a, a switch for these as well. So if you wanted that yeah. Abraham and you know, we go with the rest of your stuff, you're kind of screwed.
0: Mm. Uh, it's like mm. it's, it's like they're against us, uh, six inch collectors.
2: Yeah,
0: well, mm. but actually, pleasure. actually, didn't you get screwed over, John? Because the other figures are a really odd scale too. So they're not yeah, even. Yeah, they're
1: like yeah, four they're not, and a half or something. You know, they're not six. Mm. They're not five. They're something mm. in between. So, so these may be six inch figures. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends how tall, uh, the actor is. Uh, look, I, I you know, certainly from what I've seen and that the Travis Manoir figure, you know, is a great likeness as well. I'll be very impressed, uh, if they come out looking anything like this. And they're showing them on bases. They almost look like statues the way they're showing them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There was a pretty, um, uh, elaborate sort of base um but of course all this makes me do i'm such a jaded collector these days that i look at this and just go no way that that is going to look like that i am never going to pre-order that i will wait to see what this looks like in hand mm. so you know i think it goes against you a little bit but anyway
2: yeah, we'll see more particulars here yeah, it's going to set you back 18 bucks us uh expected to arrive in september of this year comes with grenade launcher and assault rifle So you think then there's got to be some articulation right there, right? To hold a grenade launcher is a bit different than holding a rifle. So they're talking the company up, saying it's a spectacular actor likeness.
0: I think somebody needs to go back and do their research because it's an RPG. But anyway. Mm.
1: Anyway, time will tell. (laughs) hyper-realistic paint decoration. Of course. (laughs) Hyper-realistic.
2: Hyper-realistic. Wow. Cool. Yeah, actually moving his own free will when you get him, so it's
3: pretty good. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> moving right along, we're going to talk about a Marvel Legends 3 pack from Captain America Civil War. Hooray! And, um, yeah, shush for a second, because <laughs> <laughs> the figures are Iron Man, Captain America, and Spidey with the uh, added black stripes for extra mm. protection. So... I don't know what to say about this. I definitely wouldn't be picking up this pack for just a Captain America, uh, sorry, a Spider-Man with a new bit of deco. I can see why fans would want it because it's going to become iconic now with, especially when he grabs, oops, when he, I've seen it from the trailer, when he grabs a shield. So it's a spoiler for the, for the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer yet. Um, but I just couldn't bring myself to own another Captain America or Iron Man figure, even though the Iron Man suit in Civil War looked really good on screen. I, yeah. I have
0: I have to say, I I went and saw the movie again. Um yep. that's the second time now and uh you know, I realised that it's Cap's film and he obviously features quite heavily, but um there wasn't much sort of um much sort of made of Iron Man's armour. Um he just kind of wears it. Mm-hmm. Um and so actually yeah, in hindsight, it's actually a pretty decent looking suit, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really good. But as a a die-hard Marvel Legends collector, uh, I'm with you, Justin. There's nothing in this set that does anything for me. Um, You know, you can redeco an existing Spider-Man figure, and uh, that's not enough to get me. I don't think anything else is actually new. Like, I don't think any of those heads. No, um, I was going to say, extra head for Cap and Iron Man, yeah. Unmasked, that is. It's also about sixty three bucks, so that's twenty one dollars a figure. So that's starting to creep up, given that you're also not getting any builder figure pieces or anything either. Yeah, uh, it's a bit rich. It would be a great gift set though. Oh, For yeah, a little yeah. kid, yeah. If, if you're yeah, you ready definitely. to fork out sixty three bucks, you, you know oh. the um, the the eight to ten year old me would have thought this was phenomenal because it's three iconic characters. So
1: yeah, I, uh, I, I I saw a lot of buzz about this on, online, and a lot of people were excited. Mm, about it, so. I'm just not sure what they're excited for. Well, if you hadn't mm. got, you know, if you hadn't been all in on on getting all the Iron Man or all the Cap figures previously, mm. because the mm. the movie ones they kind of come and go real quick. Yeah. So you know, if you wanted the movie versions, this this might be a good way to get them if you've missed out previously.
0: I can see this turning up in you know Toys R Us or something here and just warming the shelves for a while. I mean, mm. there's um. My, my local Toys R Us still has the Mandroid um, mm. wave wow. warming the peaks so but that could be mm. just, you know, Australian prices but anyway. Probably. Cool Cool.
2: Alright next bit of news is the long-running uh, Mini Mates. so we're getting a Civil War set um, you know it looks pretty cool. Series 1 is in store now apparently, getting uh, a war machine and a war machine where something happens to him in the movie Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Black Panther, Iron Man, Winter Soldier, and Cap. Um, there's also a Vision and a... Who, who's that guy? He's the um mercenary. <laughs> I'd say it's, <laughs> uh, of it's
0: one of the... No, nah, no, nah, I'd say uh, the um, SWAT-looking dude is a GSG-9, yeah. which is the German... Oh, that's right, who they fight. The special in, yeah. Forces, yeah. Yeah,
2: and there's a sixty-seven uh, Series 67 coming out as well. Um I no, we're getting Thunderbolt Ross there. uh Crossbone, cool. Yeah. Um, Black Widow. I guess that's Sharon Carter as well on the other side. And uh, down the bottom it says there's a Scarlet Witch announcement coming soon. So... Hmm. Yeah. John, have you seen the film yet? No. <laughs> okay. No, no. Geez, Caps looking beat to hell. I, both him yeah. and Iron Man look... Yeah, wow, that shield's copped a beating. There is a photo with uh, Scarlet Witch. I wonder if they're going to do like a... Oh, I can't even t- I can't even speculate because it's a spoiler but uh, something special with uh, another character
0: mm. yeah yeah true mm.
2: would um would be
0: a, a big seller I imagine I gotta say uh winter soldier is is rocking that do yeah he's um he's got that 70s you know pop star yeah. thing going on he's, um, wow. I wonder
1: if that was reused from
0: one of the Walking Dead mini mates well, you would presume it would yeah. have to exist in It'd some format. Lots, yeah. somebody's got to be using that. Even so if it Winter is. soldiers, where's where's Vision in the sweater? <laughs> <laughs> don't imagine that'd be a huge seller. That's a Marvel Legends. I'll uh, happily skip. <laughs> Not, but I'd
2: pack. certainly, um, I'd certainly go for a Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. They threw back to him for those from the Hulk movie, don't you think? To actually mm. sign him mm. up and get him all the way back from Hulk. Uh, the Edward Norton one, and and have him, you know, prominent again in that Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought that was I thought that's he pretty was cool. Great. Yeah, mm. I mean, he he looks like he just stepped out of the um the, the books. <laughs> yeah, uh. he brings a certain gravitas to the role as well. Truism.
0: Yeah. Oh, very good. All right, so Marvel so news going keeps going. going.
2: Yeah, Marvel. I could see Ben picking these up. So these are the uh, Biff Pang powers. <laughs> Pin eye? Oh, for the
0: love of God! <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even religious, and I'm I'm throwing that out there. I
2: like, just why uh, why not? we're getting a should I go no. for the character
0: selection? <laughs> uh, no, t- tell us what they are first, Justin. D- describe well, them for our our listeners. They're
3: basically
2: they're basically like those like uh, Fisher Price little people. Is that correct? That is but correct. But they're sort of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going for Babushka doll, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. They're basically pegs, old-fashioned pegs that are painted. (laughs) So in this, we're getting uh, Spidey with half sort of uh, of the black suit symbiote taking over, getting Venom, Doc Ock, uh, Carnage, Classic Spidey, Green Goblin, and um, Black Cat. You know
1: Um, what would be perfect to go with these if you could find the... Garbage bin? No, the... uh (laughs) The vintage Sesame Street Little People playset,
0: awesome! You know, to have them all only them. getting chased by Venom. Well,
1: because it looks like that New York City street. You know, it, it would look. You could you could set them up on different levels and stuff. You know, redeco one of the buildings to the Daily
0: Planet or whatever. And you know, if you wanted uh, to continue the complaint about photoshopping figures into packaging. Oh yes, God, this is some <laughs> of the worst.
2: Was <laughs> added oh, wow. frosting.
0: The, I think uh, there's only one one shot in this whole solicitation that actually looks like one of the products. I, I'm just beyond. I uh, got nothing. Yeah,
1: that's it. Whatever. I, I like them. I don't know that I'd buy any of the Spider-Man ones, but if they had the right characters, I would.
2: Well, they're, they're actually wooden figures as well, which is uh, interesting. Oh wow! Oh well, now that you said that, <laughs> two inches tall, one of a kind pinmate. You know, figure honors the character's classic appearance of 360-degree hand-painted artwork. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm Hand-painted.
1: Well, there you go. And one of them's the uh, half-and-half Spidey. I kind of dig that one. Yeah. Mm. symbiote taking over.
2: Yeah. Uh Okay. Next bit of news is the Alien 3 dog alien artifacts statue from Kota Bakia. Is it just me, or am I seeing a lot of the dog alien now? Is it something with yeah. the license or he's just everywhere. <laughs> I think so it's the isn't
0: the and I think it's the No, it's not the anniversary because it's the anniversary of aliens
2: anyway. Hmm. Anyway, this guy comes with um, diorama-style display base system, so mini LED light as well, which is pretty good. Um, so being the statue, I guess it's like one pose fits all, obviously, but, um, you know, it's pretty nice. One-tenth scale as well, so going to be prominent on the shelf.
0: Yeah, but it's one of those ones where I go, oh, it's a, it's a one-tenth scale dog alien. Well, because I'm extremely proficient in the, the size of a you know a dog alien, I can calculate exactly how big that is. <laughs> so so that was a little bit of sarcasm there and a hint to Coda Pique, because I know you're listening, guys, but yeah. really... You know, slipping in in a, you know, hey, it's 24 centimetres long really wouldn't kill you, I don't think.
2: Having said Mm. that, this looks bloody awesome. It does. I think the paintwork really sells it. It's Mm. um, beautiful. I
0: always thought the dog alien was pretty extraordinary, and one of the things I noticed, because I've got a couple of um, the dog alien, is there's no way you can get the necker ones into this pose. Mm. Mm. The way the the back legs are sort of splayed out and the way those... um, Oh, it's not even a heel. the the the, the mid shin um, joint is bent back almost touching the butt. You know, if it's got a butt, but yeah. um, the the necker one just won't do that. So this genuinely looks frightening in the way that it's um, you know crouched down and looks like it's about to sort of either run or leap or something like that. It's really mm. quite impressive. I, I like this a lot.
2: Yeah, it's um, going onto the Kodo site now. It's um, 90 bucks US pre-order got uh, it's available October of this year yeah that
1: so. that base system came with all of them because I looked at the big chap and hovered over it for a while but I was just like nah I don't need it that bad mm. but
0: uh, they all looked great I, I don't imagine it would be too horribly out of scale with um, the Necker stuff because um you know I mean if if an alien was you know six and a half feet tall, you're probably looking at do uh, a calculation you're looking at about sort of eight inches. So you know, a little on the bigger side, but it would be pretty cool. Uh, you I like you would never notice mm. you know, the scale with yeah. an
1: alien. I mean, you just wouldn't, I don't think. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that one. Oh well, I finished with a bang. That's my news finish. Excellent, yeah you did. And speaking of scale.
1: We are <laughs> getting a one scale Underworld Evolution Celine. I don't know if you guys are, are fans of the underworld series, but um
2: I think I saw the no, first one. Know.
1: I don't dislike it. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's this all right. Celine, and it's from Evolution, which is the new one, I think coming. Is that one the one coming out?
0: Ah, oh, is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, okay, um, must be.
1: If you say so, she but, must need money. Yeah, well, I don't know that <laughs> She needs money. The likeness on this is pretty good, I think.
0: For, mm, that's the first thing I noticed. I, was, I think it was a bit unfortunate that she's kind of stargazing and looking up, but uh it certainly it, looks like Kate Beckinsale. It, well, but that
1: look fits from the movie too. You know, mm. um, I, I think, you know, if the poses, when the pose pictures they have of her look pretty good. The one where she's just standing museum pose, it kind of looks you know, a little, fun.
0: yeah. And this is star race, isn't it? And they're the yeah. dudes that do Harry Potter, uh, amongst other things. Yeah.
1: So, but she comes pretty kitted out. She's got, uh, um, what did she got? Two guns, two holsters, a crossbow, uh, crossbow bolts. She's got seven of them. So that crossbow holds a lot. Uh, sword, mm. grenade, small knife and two shuriken.
0: So, uh, that's me just going to the shop. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sunday morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, she might not have the um she might not have the hands, but there's there's few figures that come kitted like that unless she's sort of getting into the military stuff. And then she's got, you know, her leather coat as well, her long leather coat. So she
1: she definitely mm. looks like I like they've got that one strand coming down over her her right eye kind of one strand of hair
0: kind of straight yeah. it out um yeah I, I, that crossbow is wicked i
1: like
3: yeah.
1: it yeah I, I i you know this this is up in that hot toys range though because it's a 234 dollar figure so cripes so,
0: yeah uh, well generally you know if the movie is actually any good it'll generate a lot more interest for them so yeah so uh. yeah, moving on to something
1: different though uh the folks over at the galactic trading post toys announced an add on to their space walls and it's, um, death star backdrops. So you can essentially build the, they're like plastic sculpted out, uh, death star walls.
0: Ah, yes. I remember these guys. So if
1: you've got Mm. the, uh, base, I think these are just the walls. I think you need a base to put them on and you know, these are like an add on kit for them. Uh, so nice. Yeah. These are kind of cool. Um, think the is it a pair nine piece starter set uh well, let's see here how much it is to order They they look really good you know um i kind of i kind of dig these because you know I, i've seen printed ones but these are actually sculpted pieces which makes it really nice um i don't know I, are yeah. you guys into the figure backdrops like that
0: uh, look i think this looks fantastic uh, i only have um some minor complaints and that is for the scale mm yeah you're going to run out of room pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, are these, uh, are they for three and three quarter or are they for six inch? Well, let's see here. Would it really matter uh, with the Death Star? Tick? Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, you know, it's just that if they're for three and three quarter, it means they won't be that high and six inch figures will be peaking over the top. But I'm oh, looking yeah. at Hux, um, Hux and the, the Stormtrooper there, and it looks awfully six inch scale, as in the, the figures are six inch. Mm.
1: So, yeah, I, that's what it looked like to me. I believe it is because i think all the figures shown well
0: wait a minute because
1: that darth maul
0: mm, that yeah he's got the mechanical legs but i don't know now that i'm looking but i mean at if, this, they're, if if they're big enough for if they're big enough for um six inch then obviously they're going to have photos with the three and three quarter to show people mm. i do like how they say um it comes with fasteners <laughs> fasteners are just those bulldog clips that you you know, <laughs> yeah, everyone has rummaging around in that drawer at home. It's like, guys, I don't know that you know, you can count those as fasteners per se, but these are great. I, I like them.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I dig them. I dig them. Um, yeah. looks like it's a hundred bucks for nine walls though, or nine pieces. So mm. Uh, mm. that Put might that
0: on the birth, the birthday list. Yeah, that
1: might be a little on the pricey side. Uh, one of the panels has the you know the Death Star lights. Uh, we got yeah. And it looks like they're just painted in, maybe. I'm not 100% sure if they're translucent or not. I think they're just painted in. in, in a tricky mod. people. Yeah. Do something with those. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I dig them. Um, I don't know that I would go out and buy them, but that's just... Mm.
0: They seem like they're going to be quite modular. I can imagine a time will come that you know we'll have floor pieces as well. It's the, the sort of thing that uh, I assume that if we support them, then... Uh, well, you know what
1: you know? what I did for... Because I have a, a Death Star Diary. I'm a
0: in one of my shelves, um,
1: of the the landing bay, I actually just bought a piece of uh, black uh, lucite. Mm-hmm. You know, black lucite, cut it to the the size of my shelf and and popped it in there, and and it looks spectacular because you yep. can get all that yep. reflection off of it and everything. Um, it does pick up yeah. fingerprints mm-hmm. pretty pretty well, but you know I just went went to a building supply place and ordered it and website and ordered it and cut it down and. It works perfectly. So, ah,
0: Cool. I like it. If mm. you're oh, interested, go to um, Galactic Trading Post on Facebook
1: and have a look. Yeah. And our next bit of news has been one that uh, uh, Justin over at General Joe's uh, kind of broke. You know, he's actually over at YoJo as well. Um, that uh, There's some 1-6 scale G.I. Joe figures in the works from a company called 1000 Toys, um, and they're working with Bait. B-A-I-T, the North American premium retailer for the West Coast region. So it sounds like it's, it's a foreign company doing, uh, one six scale, uh, GI Joe stuff, which is odd because, uh, Sideshow had done some and these don't look. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first image that came up was, a, uh, you know, one of the main characters, I'd say, in Snake Eyes, um, very decked out in, uh, ninja gear, but almost like armored ninja gear.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me it looks like what would um, what would Snake Eyes look like if Bandai had their shot? Yeah, he looks like Power Rangers yeah. Snake Eyes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Power Rangers. Um, yeah, I think for me it's it's a phenomenal design. I mean, whoever designed this did a, uh, an amazing job. I think it's very clever, um, but you know there are aspects of it where I just sort of go, "Oh, okay, well you've changed that," and oh, and you know the iconic. You know, Snake Eyes has a couple of very iconic masks, and this doesn't seem to resemble any of those. They've um, been a bit sort of uh, free with their designs. And I mean, look, this is an amazing figure. If it was on your shelf, um, you know, it'd be a kick ass looking figure, but I don't think anyone would point and say, hey, that's Snake Eyes.
1: Now, see. GI Joe fans can be real fickle on this stuff too. You change their...
0: Get out of design, town.
1: Yeah. Mm. You change your character designs a whole lot and some of them like kind of come unglued. Um, so I'll be mm. kind of interested to see how well this is received. Um, I'm not is a huge good? Snake Eyes fan so it, it doesn't really bother me but
0: um, mm. we'll, we'll go from there. Does he have cloth pants? Like everything else looks like it's uh, it's sculpted but then... It does look like he has cloth pants.
1: And for a 1.6 mm. figure, I would hope that he would.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look, oh, I do like it. Um, if I was a G.I. Joe fan, I'd probably be, uh,
1: you know, a lot more uh, opinionated. But um, I'm guessing we're, you know, $300 plus, 350 <sighs> Okay, I'm not as keen now. Maybe. I, I don't
0: know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> with the amount of kit, you know, that he has. He's yeah. even got those funky ninja climbing claws on his left hand. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All the armor pieces. He's got a sword, and I, I'm wondering if that base comes with him, maybe. Holstered gun. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I it'll be interesting to see how it's received and what other figures are in the line, and you know,
0: is what that, else he's kitted out with. Yeah,
1: is this just a stylized GI Joe? Because then I don't see it being received as well. Um, you know, if you don't have some of the other characters looking more classic, I hate to hmm. say that, you know, because because I think that's one of the things that could help. You know some redesigns could help, but um, in this case, I don't know. You know when you're starting something new, how well this will be received.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, there's really no need to do it. He already has a kick-ass um, design. Yeah. Why, why muck with it?
1: Yeah. Well, see, I'm a, i am am a fan of the Commando Snake Eyes. I'd rather see him in his Commando gear than his Ninja gear. So, mm. hmm. but that's just yeah. Bad. Okay. Hmm. Fair enough. So bad. All right. Tell tell us something else that's kind of stylized. Oh,
0: are you gonna hit me with a Darth Vader? I, you you could do that. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> you could do it. I could do it. You could. You could. could. You don't have to. You don't have to. And, and you no, know, I actually
1: it. had the, the order up in the other window. Read <laughs> right the wrong line. Uh, yeah, we actually got a, a second a second stylized uh, figure this week, and this is the Ralph McQuarrie Darth Vader limited edition statue from Sideshow. $474. And uh, this is... What scale? This is the...
0: it's a quarter? Uh, One quarter. Yeah. uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's not premium format. They're not billing it as premium format, so there's no mixed media on the cape or anything. It's just Mm. a one quarter statuette.
1: Uh, You know... I love Macquarie's designs, but I think we've went kind of too far with them. There, there's, there are too many places now. Yeah. And this one, I don't know about the blue highlighting on it. The figure's got some blue highlights on it that I just, they're not selling me.
0: Well, it also doesn't help that Sideshow are starting to really enhance their promo um, Pictures. pics, they're, they're mm. using, you know, computer added effects and it's, uh, it peeves me to no end. Um, because, you know, there are plenty of solicitation images that don't feature the effects, but, you know, they certainly use them in the initial to, to do it, but. Yeah, the, the,
1: the main one for him is, is a very orange picture and there's, there's no orange on this figure at all.
2: Mm. Uh, so I thought the blue was coming off the, um, lightsaber and the, um, steps. I guess that's what that's it's what supposed to be supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. It
1: it it doesn't sell to me.
0: Yeah. Do you know? I've always found Ralph McQuarrie's Darth Vader to be creepy as hell. Well, this one that has, mask is this
1: one has two yeah. heads,
0: so you could be double creepy. Uh, look, I just think it's it's. I mean, it's probably the right effect when he when he did it, but I I find that his design to be incredibly sinister. I just. uh I think they they dulled it down a bit with the final you know go live design but um that initial look is just i think it's just the uh, the sharpness of the the beak yeah i think that in the eyes the eyes are
1: a lot more kind of narrow yeah. i think
0: yeah. i like how he's got his trusty holstered uh pistol as well his blaster
1: mm. well that that kind of carried through a lot of the macquarie art didn't it because the the stormtroopers Carried lightsabers as well back then, yeah. And yeah, the Macquarie, yeah. Art. So well, and you know, it wasn't, hey, this, the Jedi use lightsabers and everybody else uses guns. It's it, it was kind of yeah. a mix.
0: So, well, the Macquarie Stormtrooper had the the lightsaber and the shield. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah, yeah. I'm digging the base on this. Uh, the base is uh, simple and effective, but uh, not for me. No, not for that price.
1: I, like I said, I love the Macquarie art. I, I don't know that every figure needs or every version of it needs a statue.
0: Mm. keep huh. running out of uh, things to
1: do. So. I'd almost like to see them do a, uh, Joe Johnson, uh, vehicle line. Cause he did so many vehicle sketches for like empire and Jedi, mm. you know, like the concept ad ads and stuff. But I, I guess a lot of that stuff worked its way into, you know, the prequels, but, um, it would be kind of neat to see somebody do
0: that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Very good, alright Well, I guess it must be my turn to talk about Star Wars And we're going to kick things up a notch, at least in terms of the price And Sideshow solicited this week their Kylo Ren premium format statue Uh, And I guess if anyone was going to benefit from the mixed media It's this guy, because he's um, got some pretty wicked blanket going on And apparently, they have used a a special process to actually replicate the pattern uh, of the material used in his cloak. Wow! Um, So yes, yeah. If you you look at it up close, uh, look. Initial thoughts on this: I think it looks stunning. I think the pose is pretty nifty um you know i think the mixed media is working exceptionally well it means you don't need swap out heads because you just sort of flip the hood down and back up again depending on how you want it to look uh it's not cheap it's gonna set you back 570 us dollars and we'll ship in first quarter 2017 haha um you know, I was quite impressed with this as I, I saw the solicitation images on the Sideshow website, and then some I saw something that really pissed me off. And if you look at the images, there's a couple of good ones where they've added sort of the, the snow forest background, and he's holding uh, his lightsaber in his right hand. There's a Sideshow exclusive with a switch-out right hand that's just a fist so that you can put the... Um, the the unlit hilt of the sabre on his uh, his belt. But you've got him there with his left arm raised up using the Force, his lightsaber ignited and glowing. And then in the bottom left corner, in the tiniest of font you've ever seen, and I'm talking about tiny font, it actually says, lighting added for effect. And it's just... Absolutely tiny, you actually have to hit the uh, the the magnifying glass and and bring that sucker up and scroll around using the hand to actually see that um, it actually says light added for effect. so there was a lot of people online saying that they were all excited for this one until they found out that the sabre doesn't actually light up at all and uh, for five hundred and seventy dollars it was a big pass.
1: I, I don't know that I like that saber
0: the way it was done.
1: Because they were trying yeah. to replicate that kind of it, his saber actually isn't very coherent. It, mm. You know, it's mm. very uh, erratic, erratic, and and, and mm. it has a lot of energy on it. And the 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 saber here kind of looks like um, it was wrapped in like uh, paper mache or something. To me,
0: yeah. I, I did read a little interesting quote. I stopped in Target the other day, and there was one of those big sort of DK books on. The Force Awakens and I was flicking through it just out of curiosity and there was actually a couple of pages on Kylo Ren's lightsaber and I was reading about how the reason why you've got the bits that stick out the sides um, is because the crystal that actually does what it does to create a lightsaber inside the handle is um, got a crack in it mm. and so it's impure and because it's impure it actually generates too much uh, heat and so he had to build it with those kind of... Um, you know, almost like the exhaust offset valves to compensate for it.
1: So. Now, what's weird is I actually saw something and I don't know if it was real or not, if it was made for, you know, the purpose of the picture it was in, uh, a, a three-way flashbulb. Um, mm. So mm. I, I, I want to go do some research on that because, uh, you know, if it, if it actually existed and, and this was kind of a takeoff of that, um, that they based it on, mm. that's pretty cool. Um,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: but I, I, I just saw that the other day and I've been in a, in a still from a movie. I can't remember what movie, but, um, so I need to go back and, and look for that. And it makes sense that they would have had that back then. Um, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, for those that don't know, the original star Wars lightsabers are made from old style, uh, you know, early camera flash holders, basically when they used to have one bulb per flash and, you know, the, the newspaper photographers would use them.
0: So, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's Kylo. I think a lot of people were very disappointed given the price point, and I don't know. Maybe when it actually comes out and people see it in the glass cabinet, they might change their mind. But look, if you've still got any money left over from our last half a dozen shows where we've been talking about big bucks, then get ready because Sideshow have shown us a sneak peek of the Captain America Civil War Iron Man Mark 46 legendary scale figure. And for those that don't know, a legendary scale is half scale, so... You're normally looking at uh, well over a couple of thousand bucks for finance mm. so, um fully lights up looks like we've got the arc reactor, the repulses, the visor eye slits all light up and um pretty pretty cool looking uh, you know I love everything about this except the price mm.
2: so,
0: but I'm sure we'll be talking about that in a bit more detail next week. Uh, you guys will be keen for that, oh getting through. Uh, yeah, cool. I can't I can't have enough iron man. Get them reprinted. <laughs> yeah, find someone to do that. Well look, if you do have some money, then you'd love... <laughs> you know, we're really spending the bucks at uh, the end of the tail end of the news. Uh collect- collectibles also have a C three PO legendary scale figure. Uh for the mere cost of two thousand two hundred and fifty. Mm. And you know, uh, I don't know, John. You're, you're the guy that en- en- enjoys some good weathering. Uh, this almost feels a bit overdone to me. Mm, not for a new hope, I don't think. Real? Uh, is this the, uh, we've made it to Luke's man cave yeah. and we're about about to have our oil yeah, bar. because he's or? got the restraining bolt on, so.
1: And it's kind of got that leak around it, so that's why I'm thinking this is.
0: So when did he have the silver leg? Yeah, something? that's what I was
2: just about to ask.
0: I don't know. He's, Has he always had it? He's the, no, no, no. I'm trying to think if he's ever uh, had it. <laughs> the removal,
1: yeah. Actually, most most C3PO representations will have that, but um, I don't know. I don't know when he got it exactly. Oh, the re- restraining bolt's removable,
0: and it's got a big ring <laughs> okay. underneath of it. Hmm. It's certainly heavily weathered. There's lots of goop and stuff dribbled, yeah, all over.
1: And he's got like a yeah. removable hip screw that kind of. Goes right above the the hip armor where it goes into the 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 groin piece. You can kind of.
0: Why would he need it that? Must exactly. Be a costume
1: variation. I've never noticed that one before. So, and the O rings around the arms are interchangeable. Right, right.
0: right. Interchangeable O ring. Yeah, that's. I don't know. That's a new one. For and me. a removable, removable hip screw. I I feel like we're looking at some kind of prototype C-3PO versus the final screen version or something like that because why would you have a removable hip screw? Was that there for the original but then they took it away? Was he meant to have a silver leg and then they changed their mind at the last minute? I feel like I'm a terrible Star Wars fan for not knowing this.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of am too.
0: Um. Well, on his uh, custom base, he is well over three feet tall, so you might want to dig out some uh, display space for that because we're also looking at a Legendary Scale R2-D2 to go with it. Uh, He's a a, a meager $2,000, and if you bundle the two together, you can save $250, so... You know, that's a uh, Hot Toys figure. So you better get on that bargain right away. I'm yeah, actually liking I just, the R2 a lot. Yeah. It looks mm. very nice. You can't go wrong I'm with an R2, the can, you? You really can you? You really can't, can you? It's a great little design, especially when he's got his third wheel going on.
2: Um, unless there's a drinks tray attached. You know, so. Well, let's not go there again. I just, don't mind that. I just did some research on 3PO Silver leg. Yes. In short, at the end of Episode 3, C-3PO was dipped in gold and had his memory erased. He then served as a translation droid alongside the Organa family in the Senate. Sometime between then and the events in Episode 4, a bomb was placed in his leg. Events unfolded that allowed the safe removal of the leg, but as he was dipped in gold specially, no gold legs were around, and time or hard times for the Organa family never permitted him to dip the leg. Don't you hate That's when that gone. happens? Someone sticks that, a bomb in your leg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a canon, but the real reason is simple. They wanted him to look like he had some history, like a scar on his face. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And when did it show up? It showed up in episode four, though.
2: Oh, apparently it's on and off uh, in Empire. and. Um, yeah, see, I thought, I thought he always had it. Um, I don't think that it's always mm-hmm. noticeable. Mm-hmm. There's one website that says, fuck off, did C-3PO h- ever have a silver leg? oh Uh, here we go anthony daniels confirms c-3po's leg or sorry c-3po always had a silver leg what What interesting always
0: had what does he mean always had a silver leg i don't know that's what he says my action figure lied
2: to me yeah he did
0: what yeah
2: apparently it's an internet thing we've just discovered <laughs> I'm not buying this at all.
0: Anyway, um anyway. I think, you can pick up your R2D2 you who has light up features. Some uh,
1: Empire Strikes Back, you know, promo shots. The you know the studio shots, not actual movie stills. You'll see it. Hmm. I'll try and find hmm. some for you.
0: Cool. All right, well, in my last bit of news, dialing back the cost a little bit to something uh, a bit on the retro side, and it is the 30th anniversary of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, and uh, are making a retro figure 8-inch Chop Top, and Chop Top was one of the the clan uh, in the film, um, one of them, probably the most violent of all the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. This one was quite the video nasty back in the day,
2: and yes. it was um, banned outright in Australia. I can't so. watch any of these movies. I just something about someone else, wearing someone else's skin just freaks me the fuck <laughs> out, and I refuse to wear watch them. And I'm never going to watch any of them.
0: Uh, so.
2: Well, yes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is, is,
0: yeah, they dial up the special effects and it's quite gruesome. Um, it was banned outright in Australia and I remember having a, uh, pretty decent, um, VHS copy that used to do the rounds. As I, people found out that I had it, they were quite keen to, to borrow it. But he comes kitted out, uh, he's got, uh, he's got his, uh, uh his wire coat hanger. Which feels quite features quite gruesomely in the film he's got his hammer his cutthroat razor he's dressed in uh, decked out in his cloth hippie gear um, has his removable wig etc and uh, yeah, have we actually had a leather face in this kind of retro I think line? So. but I'm not sure uh, it's, I'm not a big fan of the the sort of the that modern mego sort of thing so I don't mm. um, don't remember off the top of my head but anyway, cool. Nice to see them digging into uh, some of the, the more obscure classics. Very good. Well, yes. that brings us to the end of the articulated news, and we'll be right back with the next installment of the AFB podcast game Name That. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is. My name
3: is. Excuse My me. Is- My name is Can lady. I have the attention My name of
0: the class? Uh-huh. For one second. My name is- well now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, name that. Our good friend John, aka engineer nerd from TfinfilmToys Go check it out. Presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. And he's here with us live for this episode. Well at least live for us. So over to you.
1: We'll just get right into it and play a sound. How's that? There we go. Cool.
3: To be you're looking for
0: with this <laughs> mask
1: well I know that Ben knows what this one is because I saw him post in the forum oh was it Bucky O'Hare oh, oh there you go good
2: job
3: <laughs> good, good job
1: thank you or did you look in the forum
2: I, d- I definitely did not good job
1: yeah, no, I, okay. I, I came across that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But um, the person that did get it and it made me happy was Hellbot. So Hell, Hellbot yes. was right on top of it and he
0: got it right away. So uh, good Good job. Good I was actually, I was watching an episode of Bucky O'Hare the other day. Yeah. So there you go. And it was just as crap as I remember. <laughs> did you know it was actually created, he was created by um, Larry Harmon?
2: No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and hmm. um, Neil Adams has done some artwork for him as well. Huh. And also, the license is up for grabs. So there you go. Really? Yep. oh, wow. Okay. I might have to let that one go. Now, mm.
0: was
1: he based on the, uh, you know, the everybody's favorite uh, green bunny from, from Star Wars comics?
0: Oh, I think it was just Jackson, an opportunity. That? What yes, was, he? That was no? right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just cashing in on the, you know, the
2: time... Yeah, Ninja Turtles and other things. Samurai Pizza Cats. Remember that one? Oh. Oh, yeah. Did Bucky
1: ever cross over with the turtle?
0: Oh. why am I thinking? Um, you could be thinking yeah, of Usagi. Uh, let me let me just blatantly <laughs> Google this because uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, but he definitely um, he yeah, definitely had toys so he had the dreadful animated series. Yeah. No it wouldn't appear so hmm. interesting. When I was watching an episode of this I just it just felt like I was watching Fritz the cat like they had a very similar kind of animation to you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Was was every third uh, frame no like animated or <laughs> it's just uh, it was dreadful. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Alright. We, we will give somebody <laughs> a
1: chance to, to like beat Hellbot and uh you know, maybe maybe I, uh mr mr Jones came in and said that he knew it, but he came in too late to beat Hellbot. So, um, he didn't get it. But, uh, you know, maybe he'll know this one and, and beat Hellbot. Maybe he won't. Maybe it'll be somebody completely new. Maybe one of you people listening right now, you could be the hero of the week when you identify this sound.
3: You can control energy. Vehicles light up at your touch. When the last humans take to their ships and power up as they.
1: One more time, just for good measure.
3: You can control energy. Vehicles light up at your touch. When the last humans take to their ships and power up as they...
1: And Justin, you know I'm going to ask. If they knew what that was, where would they go?
2: They would go to www.afbforum.com. They would look in the appropriate thread. I think it's the pegs, is it? I'm not too sure. The pegs, they'd find the uh, thread title and they'd uh, have a shot.
1: And Ben, if they got it right, what would happen?
0: Uh, they go into the draw to win the uh, the only known mint edition uh, Space Usagi Ninja Turtles figure. We have that. Yeah, it's kicking around somewhere because no one else wants it. Yeah, that figure, it's a dreadful figure, dreadful that figure. figure. <laughs> Eddie probably wants it.
1: right. <laughs> because it's vintage. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be happy with that. And if that's all too tough, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays Thursdays. We play the picture version. You still guess in the forum. You still get points, and you can still get in on maybe winning crap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever we got laying around. Okay, yeah. I think I think that's it. Excellent. All right. all right, cool. Well, thank you very much, sir. And coming up next is the toy of the week.
3: Be one. You're looking for adventure with the same tip. The Bruiser, yeah, I think he's will willing to win. I said, Bucky! Touching Bucky O'Hare. New Bucky O'Hare
0: action figures sold separately. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. And these might be new releases, or we might talk about favorite or bizarre items from our collection. And, John, you have something very new. I
1: I do indeed. I just got it on uh, Thursday last week. So this is from Boss Fight Studios, and it's their skeleton figure. Um, This was opened as part of their Kickstarter uh, they, they kind of had it as a stretch goal to get the skeleton tooled up and uh, they made it. And uh, so we got the skeleton and it is what you would think. It is a three and three quarter inch uh, skeleton, you know, um, <laughs> nothing, nothing uh, fancy there, but uh, you know, obviously with Medusa and Spartan warriors and you know, the various Gorgons they've did uh, this, this has a very Ray Harryhausen feel to this first wave just cause it's Greek mythology. And, uh, if you're familiar with um, Harryhausen's films, probably one of the most classic scenes is the uh, skeleton fight from uh, Jason and the Argonauts. I actually bought that DVD just for that scene because I, I don't really like the rest of the movie <laughs> as much. But that one scene is just amazing because he's fighting, what is it, four, five, six, I don't even know, uh, skeletons all at the mm. same time. And they're all stop animation and yeah. You know, to do that kind of work yeah. for, for that time is is amazing. So, um, yeah, to, for them to to do a skeleton in their first wave was kind of cool. So, um, obviously, this is brand new. So uh, it's 2016 release and acquisition. It, it is an action figure. It's three and three quarter, and uh, these are running. Um, they've got them on pre order right now. So if you didn't get in on the Kickstarter, you can get one of these for twelve ninety nine. Um, they have them in a couple of different colors. There's a yellow and a white. And, um, I actually have a fluorescent pink one. Um, (laughs) and I think that's part of the Kickstarter. And I believe I have the white one. Now their picture kind of looks like he has a wash, but the one I have does not have a wash on it. It, I think that might just be more, uh, lighting than anything else that's showing on theirs. Um, so, uh, that's kind of what you're looking at. The packaging, uh, all of their packaging, you know, their, their clamshells are their, uh, blisters where, where you could slide the cards out and put the figure in and out. But these come on a, uh, bag kind of in a, in a split bag with the accessories on one side and then a header card at the top. Um, and what's kind of cool is that the bag has a little, uh, flap at the bottom with an adhesive on it. So you can actually open it and slide the figure out and then slide it back in and, and seal it all back up. So even, even for a, a bagged and, you know, header card type thing, you can, you can seal and un, you know, unseal this. So that's kind of cool. You know, they're obviously collector friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of blown away by this figure because I, I was kind of curious how it would turn out. You know, we've seen skeleton figures in, in the past. Um, They've ranged from very good to not so good. Uh, this, and a lot of times they're stylized as well. You know, you, you see a skeleton and it'll be, it'll be stylized and you, you won't, you won't always get, you know, a lot of substance to it. Uh, they take some liberties. Uh, this is a miniature skeleton for a three and three quarter figure. If, you, if you're looking for accessories, if you want to do that, uh, uh a glowing and Ant Baru laying out, you know, the burnt ones this would be what what you would want because, um, you know, it's got a rib cage. It, it's scaled, um, like it would fit inside a three and three quarter figure, not like, Hey, it's a big bulky, uh, oversized skeleton that, that, that's scaled to kind of, you know, mimic a three and three quarter figure. This actually looks like a skeleton that would be in a three and three quarter figure. Um, it's got ribs. It's got, you know, uh, all the vertebrae in the spine, hips, uh, the, it actually has a uh, skull, you know, obviously, that's ball-jointed, and you can pop the skull off if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, the skull has an articulated jaw on it, so you can have an open, closed mouth kind of thing going on. And uh, speaking of articulation, this is where I kind of was kind of like, okay, I wonder how they're going to pull this off. Um You know, I've seen skeleton figures before. Basically, you get one or two points. This is articulated like a G.I. Joe figure. You you got, uh, like, like pin and disc kind of, uh, uh, shoulders and pin and disc hips. So you can, you can flip his hips, you know, out to the side as well as rotate them. So if you want him kicking a ball, this figure actually has double jointed knees. Um, he has ankle pivots and wrist pivots. So you can, you can, uh, basically pose him any way that you would want. Um, basically if you can pose a GI Joe figure, you can almost pull it off with this guy. Uh, he doesn't have the ab crunch. He has two swivels, the, the joint kind of between his hips and his rib cage, um, is, is one piece and both they, they swivel at the top and on the bottom almost feels like there might be a little bit of a ball joint where, where it goes into the rib cage. Um, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive to just play with that a whole lot because I don't want to loosen it up a whole, whole big bunch. Um, the one thing that, that's kind of different is, is the back of the rib cage is almost a solid mask where all the ribs are coming together. Um, I don't really mind that because, I mean, they got to hold those in there somehow. And I, I think if they, they did much less, it would be very, um, kind of flimsy but the the ribs on the front you can see through them so you could you know you could put stuff in between there if you wanted but the the rib cage isn't like oversized like you would expect either um it, it's it's very compact uh front to back so if you had skin over it it would look like a person a lot of times i think skeletons they tend to bulk out that rib cage a little too much um but yeah i mean he's got the you know elbows wrists uh, Ball jointed, you know, skull, <laughs> and the the double jointed knees just blow me away because you can really do some some crazy things with this guy. I mean, if you want him kneeling or you know crouched or whatever, you can you can do that. And um, I've just had a lot of fun just kind of posing him back and forth and uh, d- doing different things with him. Uh, the in the arm bones, you know, where you've got your what is that the the tibia and the fibia? Is that right? Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's actually space in between them as well as in the, the lower leg bones
0: oh so, so you can, okay i can see it in the so, leg bones. so you can actually yeah. see
1: between the arm bones as well um so i mean it looks like a little anatomical skeleton and it does not look stylized at all except for like what i said about the back where it's kind of kind of more solid just to kind of give it some i, th- I think some strength um and, and that's kind of cool because it doesn't have that stylized look it it looks like a miniature skeleton. And uh mm. you know if you wanted it for either doing you know the the Harryhausen thing to set up as a, a skeleton warrior or a you know a, a prop for your other figures, it, it would be perfect. I mean, if you were doing you know like a medical lab or or something you could you could buy these guys and take them apart and um, you could have some very cool uh, bones to put in your your, your displays um, now, one thing you probably wonder about because because of him being so he's just so small because that's all he is is bones. There's no you know muscle on it. Um, how well he stands. I've actually got him in quite a few different poses to stand, um, fairly well, um, in, in kneeling poses and stuff. But as a little kind of add on, they were trying to figure out, um, you know, how to make him work with a a figure stand because his feet are so small because they're just bone feet. Um, They actually came up with like a little add-on. It's a little clear plastic piece that that fits over a peg, and then his foot slides into it. So, Ah, if you want to use him with a stand, you can do that, and it's pretty unobtrusive. I mean, it 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 is what it is, but you can kind of get him into some more action poses than with a stand as well. And he's so light; I mean, he'll he'll hold any of that. Now he doesn't come with any weapons or uh, you know armor or anything, but they know that people will want to do that so they also included some mm-hmm. other clear little pieces that fit onto his arms and legs and you can take the uh, other Vitruvian hacks um, armor pieces and then use them with those little clear pieces that kind of hold him over his arms and legs you know the 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 bracers and the the, the shin pieces so. Um, they kind of just space it out so they're just not on there rattling around, which is which is pretty cool. Mm. And then he does come with a stand, and then it's all done in the same color that he is. So, um, like I said, mine mine is kind of an off white. Um, it's not white white. Um, I, I kind of like it. It looks looks like a bone color, or at least it looks like the bone color of the stuff we use at work. Um, the, the yellow one I think looks almost as well. Um, I'd be kind of curious to see the yellow one in person if it's yellow yellow or if it's um, you know, bright yellow. Uh, they have a, on their website, they have a purple and a, um, black available as well. Uh, the black one, the black one kind of reminds me of the beginning of black sails, uh, when all the, the skeletons are coming out of the water. So, uh, you know, if you had a, a three and three quarter Pirates of the Caribbean display, these would just be amazing <laughs> for that. Um, and, and I think that's kind of, kind of the cool thing about this is because they didn't armor it or stylize it. You know, if you,
0: I was, I was actually thinking the exact same thing as, as you're saying that the, the lack of obtrusive extras means that you've got a huge amount of flexibility.
1: Yeah, I mean, he'll fit with star Wars. If you want that, if you want GI Joe, <laughs> if you want, you know, pirates of the Caribbean, if it's a three and three quarter figure, it's going to fit. Um, and I, I just, between that and, just the engineering that went into this because the joints don't look oversized for what they are i mean the the knee joint even has the patella uh uh, sculpted onto the front of it so you've got that little knee (laughs) knee bone coming out of the front of that that knee but the joint works you know and the and the elbow joints work and everything and they don't look you know um so obtrusive that that they stick out it actually looks like a little skeleton and and it moves like a you'd want an action figure
0: <laughs> it, it, it's not often we we talk about joints in action figures but you know this time you really are talking about the joints of an action yeah. figure
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's just I, i'm blown away by the engineering in this because it is probably mm, mm. one of the coolest three and three quarter figures that I, i've i've gotten recently I mean, I like the you know the other Vitruvian hats, the the Medusa, the way her tail works and everything. But this, to get this to look as good as it does and be able to move, is pretty amazing. So I, I I gotta go, you know, I gotta go ten out of ten. I'm sorry, Justin, but they they've, they've really <laughs> pulled off. They've really pulled off an achievement here, and and to me right now, this is the figure of the year for me.
3: Mm, cool uh-huh. because
1: you know at that price point if you wanted to army build these i mean 12.99 yeah it's a little pricey but uh you know if you wanted three or four of them you, you could do that and it's just a fantastic figure so
0: is uh, obviously being 10 out of 10 you know the it's self-explanatory but so long as they keep them in stock is this the sort of thing that every now and then you might you know be tempted to throw an extra yeah, one in the car I, and- Come up with half a dozen?
1: I, I don't know if I'd ever get up to half a dozen, but I, I could see myself getting another one. Um, the pink mm. one, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but, um, <laughs> um, you know, the black one, I almost want to get the black one just to see. And a yellow one. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're almost at yeah, half a dozen. <laughs> I know.
2: But, um,
1: you know, it would, it would be fun to take one of the Spartan Warriors and set up that, that, you know, that fairy scene. Um, but like I said, I, I'm just, uh, it, it's it's such a versatile figure, like what you were saying, and then just the engineering that went into it that you can get it in these different poses. Um, well, just it's really well done. I, I I am so glad that they they actually got to do this in their first wave.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, amazing, amazing. I uh, I'm glad I am not a, a three and three quarter collector because I could find myself army building these very easily. What, what about what about very you, Justin? Easy. Is it tempting?
2: Yeah. Uh, it is tempting, as a matter of fact. I'm looking at your photo that you provided in, into our other uh, script, and uh, I'm just looking at that deep uh, pose you got him into, and, hmm, uh, very tempting yeah, indeed. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> yeah, I have got other skeleton figures, and you cannot even come
1: close to the poses. I can come with this. And, and, and one of those mm. is a six-inch figure, you know.
2: Yeah, I can see what Brilliant. you mean about the teller as well, sticking out at the front yeah. of
0: the... Uh, It's just kind of funky. It looks cute more than anything else, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, John. And that wraps up our Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week.
3: Colonel Steve Austin, the $6 million man, and the new Bionic Transport and Repair Station. The rocket's crashing! We'll put him in the Bionic Repair Station. We can rebuild him. We'll replace the modules in the Bionic arm. No injury here. We'll have to check his eye. Bionic eye, AOK. $6 million man, ready for action. New Bionic Transport and Repair Station sold separately. The $6 million man, new from Kenner.
0: Well, we're all here because we collect, so uh, Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. And uh, Justin, going okay?
2: Going okay, so I've had to mate up for last week, you know, let, this, <laughs> let the team down a bit. This week I got uh, Elite Series 38, Randy Macho Man Savage.
3: Ooh, yeah!
2: And I got, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I picked out some old Jack Specific, I uh, got uh, Jake the Snake. It was also a personal favorite. Um, nice. Undertaker, uh, Bret Hart and Ric Flair. So the feeling is that most of my um, mass of the Universe money from last year is probably going to go <laughs> back to uh, collect these. But um, I don't care as long as I get some representation of them. And um, I, it's it's going to be finite because it's going to be t- between the years of like 83 and say 94 or so when I stop watching. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's going to be that uh, cartoon area before we actually got into the attitude area. Uh, area, sorry of um, of wrestling. So I actually, everyone found everyone a, just wrestled under their name. Yeah, so
0: basically. we we, yeah. We, still, you know, we lost all those cool names like the Ultimate Warrior and you
2: know, peoness mm. wrestlers like Earthquake Bob. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I found a. I've got true. some of these. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I found a website online that, uh, provides, um, secondary accessories as well. So a lot of these came, um, loose. I was able to make a pair oh. of, um, sunglasses for Macho Man out of some clamshell, which turned out pretty good. But, um, yeah, this yeah. site's got everything you need. It's got, um, Hitman Heart. If you wanted a jacket, it's got some robes for, uh, Ric Flair that I'm probably going to have a look at. And, um, and this, the Randy Macho Man came sans shirt more jacket or whatever he's meant to come with. So some pretty gaudy, beautiful looking jackets on, on this <laughs> website. So I'm going to have to make a purchase. Uh, rest we were, in uh,
1: peace. We were walking yeah. through Walmart the other day and, and Mrs. Nerd saw a big display of wrestling figures. And she was like, who buys those?
2: I was like, I don't
1: <laughs> people
0: buy those. Right? Yeah. They're huge. I, 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 yeah, should, I think big Raj has got uh, everyone ever released. I showed her the uh, mm. pack with the rabbit in it. And she was like,
1: I don't understand. I'm like, I don't either.
0: So, <laughs> hey, I don't think we ever resolved the whole rabbit thing uh, Hey, good score Alright, yeah. what about you Mr. Well, Nerd? I got my, my boss fight skeletons
1: and I got my order in from Marauder that I had talked about last week so I have pieces to make Punisher and um, I also got cool. because they had a thing if you spent a certain amount of money uh, you got a free free figure so I went ahead and did that and I got a brown basically generic troop um, with, with a different vest than I had before, and a different head and a different helmet, just to to try it out and see how I liked it. And he's pretty cool. I, I mm. dig it. I really dig it. Um, I actually like him better than oh. I like the first one I had. So, um, just the colors pop a little bit more. Oh, cool. but the the Punisher, he's going to be cool. I'm going to have to take some some pictures and get some advice later. on.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've mentioned it on a few shows now, so but I'm not seeing a work in progress on the AFB well, forum. I haven't got to that
1: point now. <laughs> I just got all the pieces because I've got all sorts of pouches and. <laughs> I, I just ordered some pouch packs and black and white, and I'm going to have to figure out, you know, where to put the holsters and mm. where to put the knives. And
2: Are you going to go, um, white gloves or black well, gloves?
1: These figures have black gloves, but then on the back of them, they, um, mm. they have like a little armor piece that's white. Yeah. And so the forearm armor is white on this figure as well. So he doesn't All have right. gloves, but he still has, retains that look. Mm. And, and like his shin armor and knee pads and stuff are, are white. So while he doesn't have pure white boots, he looks, he has that look. And then, okay. um, his web gear, I ordered in a black and white version too. So it, it, it's kind of the same idea, but just not, not quite, you know, that classic, um, just comic book yeah. style. It's more of a, a, a realistic, um, looking, you know, like a modern take on it. Huh. Mm. Somewhere between mm. the, you know, it's obviously not the trench coat version that I really like, and it's not the the comic book version. It's it's definitely in between. So
0: yeah, I look forward yeah. to seeing it. Oh, yeah, oh, very good. All right, well, I uh, wandered into my local Target, and I mentioned a few episodes ago that I got a good deal on the Star Wars Black um, Poe Dameron Riot Trooper two pack. The selling. I'd picked up one for a, a, a good price, but I was waiting for them to go on sale. and They did go on sale, and they had to buy one, get one half off, so I got an even better deal. But as I was walking through the Star Wars display, there was one lone two-pack sitting there, and I thought, oh, I'll just double-check as it's always you know, frustrating when you get to the counter and something is more than what you thought it would be. So I thought, I'll just check it and see if it's still on sale. And uh, I scanned it, and it was actually $12 less Ooh. than when I picked it up on sale previously. So it was now significantly cheaper than what a normal Star Wars black single figure went for. So, you know, what What was I to do? I, I had no choice at that point. Yeah, so, I wouldn't uh, have had any choice either. That's right. That's right. So uh, I picked up another one of those. Um, I also got the, I don't know how this one snuck out without me really knowing, but the uh, Funko Pop Vinyl Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Figure, which is a uh, pretty, pretty cute. He's in a, a really cool pose and uh, on his surfboard. He's board. actually on the board. Um, mm. Is that what mm. it is? He's on the board, or is he? Yeah, yeah. No, he's got a kind of yeah. Actually, looks like he's surfing. Oddly mm. enough, well, that's cool. So what's yeah? What's a bit strange is um, because he's kind of uh, front on, but he's in a you know surfing off to the left. Um, he's looking where he's going, and so. Uh, As a pop vinyl, you know, you're so used to those heads facing straight at you with the two Mm. eyes. Well, this one, he's actually, his head is considerably turned. So you're sort of looking at sort of the front of his face, but also the side of his head. So that's very cool. But um, as part, that was part of a free comic book day. And I also picked up another one of the Funko Horror Classics Mystery Minis, which um, I thought I'd wait and open live on air and you know i know people enjoy uh, a good mystery as much as i do and should we have a guess you first you can have a guess if you know who's What's, in the... uh was it series 2 it is series 2 dun, dun, dun. Hang and on. these come in black bags Pizza. that are completely and utterly opaque well, there is, is no he in chance that? Is of the actually little puppet billy the puppet um no no he's not mm. um we've got frankenstein's monster Beetlejuice, the crow uh, what's that? The creature from the Black Lagoon. Pinhead from Hellraiser. Uh, Sean and Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Ed. <laughs> Stripe. Say, yeah. Gremlin Stripe. The fly oh, who I got last week.
2: Oh, okay. Then yeah, got him oh, last week. The fly.
0: <laughs> the gonna, is that Alfred Hitchcock? And it is indeed. And I just okay. got Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. <laughs>
2: There you go. Uh, the grey version or the uh, colour? Oh, is there a difference? Yeah. There's a, there's a grey and um, black and white and there's a colour. No,
0: no. It looks like it's the regular. I'm um, trying to sort of... It's really... Oh, okay, so he's got grey skin in the... Black and white. This would appear to be the normal one, I think, because he's not looking anywhere near as pale as the one in 72 one. So that's pretty cool. I don't mind an Alfred no, that's Hitchcock. A, the Raven. That's a cool bird. little
2: figure, then. That's. These are pretty cool. Is that David from um, Lost Boys?
0: Uh, where am I looking? To be
2: Keeper Yeah, it is actually.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, cool. Be, between Alfred Hitchcock and Ed, so yeah, yeah this, this is a win-win. I, I don't think there's anyone here. I mean, I, you know, maybe Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice. I wouldn't be that thrilled about. But uh, well, at least they're still iconic enough that if you had them, you wouldn't. Well, that's right. Yeah. So there we there we go. valued listener, a little bit of mystery and excitement. You know, I was kind so. of surprised. Remember,
1: I'd I'd got a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's um, mystery mini last week. I was walking through a different Walmart, and they actually had Funko action figures for that.
3: Oh, which
1: okay. I didn't realize were coming out. Oh yeah, and yeah, they yeah, were yeah. between like the Power Rangers and the Minecraft stuff at my Walmart.
2: Oh, it's. Which yeah, it's huge. Seems, that game is huge. Seems a little
1: yeah. odd, <laughs> but yeah, mm. it was kind of surprising.
2: Yeah, mm. no, it's a huge game amongst um, eight to ten year olds. I can tell you right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was just surprised. I didn't think that would be an appropriate thing to be in the toy aisle. But yeah, I well, think it's more creepy than the yeah.
0: gory it's more yeah. shock type scares. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, very good. Well, if no one has any other items to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarre
3: world?
1: Well, it's back because you demanded it. That's right. It's time for a red card. Hard chance to poke fun at though what the hell are they thinking moments in our hobby, whether they're, you know, just something <laughs> unusual, fails of action figures, uh, terrible packaging, or just something worse. And Ben, what do you got?
0: Yeah, thank you, uh, Mr. Nerd. Um, I did the rounds of my local mall at lunchtime the other day, and it was uh, the one day of the week where I sort of had plenty of time at lunch, so I, I zip in and out of all the major department stores and just check out what's what um i went through target and that's when i got my Poe dameron two-pack cheap and i was really impressed with target that um they are embracing the the new dc superhero girls um we've talked about that that new line that uh, dc slash warner brothers are, are pushing with um, the female DC characters all sort of going to high school together. Um, there was a huge display uh, in the middle of one of the, the walkways at, or one of the sort of intersections of the aisles, and you really couldn't miss it. And they had all the figures, the, the new six-inch figures. They also had some of the, the 12-inch sort of cloth, cloth sort of Barbie-type versions. Um, and it was really quite um, impressed, and you know I saw people checking them out, so I was... Um, Quite uh, impressed by that, and but anyway, they they sort of get the green card of the week, I guess. And uh, as I continued on my way, I went into my local Big W, which is pretty much the, the equivalent of Walmart. And one thing that Big W have been doing over the last several months is instead of just uh, for the the really big event films, which have a lot of merchandise, uh, instead of you know throwing up the items just in one of the aisles, instead of generally away from the toy. Aisle and over near the uh, the media like uh, you know DVDs, Blu-rays, and video games and stuff. They actually set up a dedicated area for that particular property. So I can remember going there for the uh, episode seven and and just seeing you know humongous amounts of Star Wars merchandise so sure enough i was wandering along and, and saw the civil war set up and you could see that you know they've got the big cardboard banner thing up and you, it's almost like you walk into this cave and uh, they've got all the promotional material and you know i walked to check out the civil war merchandise to find that about 90 percent of the stuff that they actually had stocked there was uh, leftover age of ultron material they're <laughs> just an unsold stock that's reappeared and um, you know, I actually had to look around to find the the actual Civil War stuff, um, and really, I was quite surprised at just the the lack of Civil War merchandise. All up, I mean, yeah, there's some Titans and some uh, some sort of dress-up stuff for kids, but there wasn't a lot of uh, other stuff featured. So they're yeah, really quite
2: disappointing. Also, that there's so much Age of Ultron stock still hanging mm. around. Yeah, it was the same for us as well. It's um, uh, merchandise was. Basically, the clothing that was left behind. There was PJs and um, <laughs> some T shirts and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of toys, a lot of
0: the, the tiny kind of cheap, you know, mashes oh, yeah. and or that yeah. kind of stuff was all packed in there as well. So, yeah. So, what about you, Mr. Nerdy? Are you seeing much of that uh, stuff? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, there was a big uh, display in one of my Walmarts that had uh, Pops. And, and stuff. Mm. But, uh, not so much. I mean, I think they kind of had the Star Wars thing kind of overlapping with it, which, which probably took, cause, cause here when the DVD came out, they had a big Millennium Falcon display at, well, at Walmart. Oh, right. You know, this thing was probably 10 feet across, made out of cardboard. And wow. Had, like a big standing wall that went behind it, and, um, it was huge, and now I noticed that they've got like a, five-foot-tall or six-foot-tall BB-8 with four sides with videos in it and stuff. So um,
0: Wow, that's uh, that's pretty sophisticated compared to what we get.
3: <laughs> <was kind> of
2: <laughs> we obviously get the leftovers. Um, we did get those um, voting things. You could vote if you want to be a um, – they were like little uh, voting petitions like uh, made out of cardboard. And it was uh, like um, join the dark side or join the um, – the, the good side and anyway I was with my son and he could press the button and then the counter came up electronically to see how many people have pressed it and so I did, I said you should just press that button and it was on the dark side and he pressed it, I went I knew it, you're evil and I went and pressed the good side and he was like all concerned and worried, and went, oh what does that mean I said, that's it they oh, can no longer no. be friends <laughs> oh, that's,
0: he's just shattered now <laughs> well done, well done uh, So there you go, leftover Age of Ultron stuff So, uh, Big W, you are getting the red card of the week
1: Well, I, I think that's well deserved And, you know, we'll be right back after this with a new topic
3: Hey kids, I'm here to tell you about two extremely famous plumbers Mario Mario and Luigi Mario From the Super Mario Bros. movie You wanna know We'll make some super? Because they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain sidekicks, Iggy and Spike, using only their plumbing tools, and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous, dino, human army, those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Brothers action figures from turtle but don't worry, they're not real.
2: Well, welcome to the very first installment of the ABCs of Toy Collecting. So this is a new segment we sort of fought up behind the scenes, and the idea is straightforward. Uh, In this segment, each host is assigned a letter of the alphabet, and they take a few minutes to tell us about a toy in their collection, starting with the aforementioned letter. So being the very first segment, I'm going to hand straight over to Ben, who has the letter A. I do indeed, and thanks for uh,
0: assigning me the letter A. I'd I'd like to (laughs) come up with a a different method next time of, you know, not taking turns to eat a random item out of the AFB kitchen fridge and, you know... Seeing who comes out the other side. So um yes, this is me It's kicking things off and uh this was instant for me. I, I I didn't even sort of stop to think hard about this. Um given the letter A, the first thing that came to mind was the uh the AT driver. Um well I've always known him as the ATAT pilot, but I guess he is a driver. Um, Made by Kenner back in 1980. And I was actually lucky enough to be collecting Star Wars figures right from day one. I was a very wee lad when I I got my uh, farm boy Luke. And uh, I collected them as they came out, basically. So it was always exciting to find new ones. And I can still remember when this guy first came out. And uh, I just thought he was awesome. Uh, I just thought this guy is um, just a total badass. I always liked the stormtroopers, but this guy was like a stormtrooper on steroids and uh as a kid I actually thought he was a stormtrooper wearing a helmet. If you can, you know. <laughs> double helmet, that's not untrue though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. I mean he was a stormtrooper, but he was a kick-ass stormtrooper. Like he had even more stormtroopery cool stuff. So yeah, so this is the little Graham White fella, um, who came out around nineteen eighty and was uh, very cheap. Um but as a kid I loved this design. I thought he was fantastic. And I think, you know, this contributes to my love of um, army builders because, um, being such a young kid and, and getting these figures, I actually used to get a lot of these as um birthday presents, Christmas presents. Um, you know, back then you used to have sort of um Six or ten kids come over for your birthday and, you know, everyone would bring something and Star Wars was the flavor of the day. So I ended up with, um, two of these guys, which was fun because, you know, you used to see them in the, in the, the 8080 in the movie. And, uh, the one thing that frustrated me as a kid w- with this guy was his gun. Um, and I found that it was sort of a bit sort of awkward to hold because you had the, um, the really long stock but also the, um, uh, the sling going underneath and it made it a bit sort of strange for him to hold but what was good was he could also uh, sling that thing over his shoulder um, there were a few other characters who had the luxury of being able to just sort of uh, put their gun aside and and have both hands free for use So uh, I've still got the card backs they came on, I actually kept all my card backs and uh, they're all in a box um, this one is sans the little proof of purchase because uh, I cut all those out to send away but, uh, yeah, I've, to this day, I've actually still got two of these figures, and I think they're fantastic. And what's really cool is I saw that um, in uh, the the next wave of the new Hasbro Star Wars Black 6-inch figures, we're getting the Snow Trooper, the AT-AT driver, and uh, and a, a C-3PO. So I get to get a, a really groovy, updated 6-inch version of this guy. Oh. So, yeah, uh, for the letter A, this was uh, an easy choice for me. I have to ask, did you actually have an ad out as a kid? I did not. And, uh, it was only, what was it, about 12 months later, we got the, uh, the AT-AT commander who, um, I was never actually fond of the figure, even though he complimented my two AT-AT drivers, you know, with his presence. Um, I just thought the design for that figure was, um, really quite ordinary. Mm. Uh, even as a, a little kid. So, yeah, I had them, and I never had uh, an ADAT. Yeah, that's the same problem oh. I had. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think yes, we all sorry. had that problem. <laughs> yeah. I had a number of vehicles, but I, I certainly never had anything on the ADAT scale. So. You know, I used to think about the ADAT um, driver and the Rebel um, pilots as how their uniforms were basically the same color scheme up to the um, Imperial symbol on the helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thinking they were polar opposites that way because they yeah. the the pilots have a little bit of gray in their suit as well so I was I was very young like when these came like I would have been four in 1980 so yeah um, I didn't really have an idea of what you know Star Wars men were at that stage but seeing these in package thinking oh they must be the good guys and these must be the bad guys just because looking at their masks they look evil yeah
0: yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do.
1: Well, well, listener uh, Dean Schaefer, he will be happy because the the ADAT driver is one of his probably favorite. That's one of the things he collects, and he collects versions of the ADAT. So I am sure that he is very happy with you right now, Ben.
2: Excellent, excellent. Well, that is the letter A, done. Beautiful. So I am on to B, and I cheated a little bit here because I'm going to do Bausch. (laughs) (laughs) We're still debating the pronunciation there. Uh, This is the... (laughs) Leia Disguise, the Leia, Princess Leia Disguise, and so this figure came out in 1983, and it would have been Kenner, and 1983, Christmas time, is when I got it. Now, I did not have the card backs, because that year, 1983, it was um, a bittersweet year, sweet years the year my parents broke up, but um, in 1983, I knew about the Star Wars universe because I'd seen Return of the Jedi and backtracked and saw all those movies. And so um, to compensate, my dad, um, he bought every Star Wars figure he'd get his hands on, which meant that he went to a store at uh, Bondo Junction, Junction Mall, which I knew because they had the same pegwarming Star Wars figures there. <laughs> and <down laughs> Because people knew that she, he, she was Leia in disguise. Um, being males, I'm sure they went, no, I'm not getting that. That's Princess Leia. So what <laughs> my dad uh, did that Christmas was um, unboxed everything and set up a massive battle scene in the um, lounge room. Mm. Ah. He really had no idea, so I had like five Luke's five boushes. <laughs> Anything else that was <laughs> warming the pegs, but I gave him extra points that year because um he he did that. Now the original Bausch came with a it's called a Bausch rifle. It's just funny enough. And uh a boush helmet. And for the research in this show I looked up a few things I did not know about the character. So the character died in between um by the time Empire and Return came around and Jabba knew of Bausch's is ex- 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 existence and um didn't realize that he died so he was a well um respected um tracker stroke bounty hunter in the star wars universe so those um star wars figures from that year um i still have it i still have bausch in my hand now um cool and that's why i chose b that's a um well bausch and uh that's a pretty neat little story Oh, I love this figure. I, I I thought she was great. I I thought
0: between her and Lando, with a removable helmet, oh, they a yeah, the yeah. novelty.
1: Now, yeah. was on great. the card back, it doesn't say Leia disguised, does it? It it just says it just says boost or whatever we're pronouncing it.
2: Yeah. Boosh, boush, Boosh, yeah. Boosh I, I think that's what yeah, it says. Because
1: I I think they were mm-hmm. trying to keep that somewhat under wraps until you actually yeah they- saw the movie.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could never work out the rifle thing that she came with. Oh. I, I thought that is the most impractical weapon I've ever seen. I always yeah. thought it was a staff I until, like, I got mm, here with mm. the handle.
1: You know, I was like, "What? Mm. That's not a rifle." <laughs> <laughs> <That's
2: right>. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the size of the bullets was the size of the um, barrel. That's pretty yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's
2: impressive. Uh,
0: impressive. Yeah,
2: Excellent, John. You're uh, taking
1: uh, yeah. us through the letter C. I have C, and C was a. Damn hard letter. Um, I, the only one I could think of was I was going to go vintage Chewbacca, but I didn't because I said, Oh, everybody else takes Star Wars. So I'm not going to take Star Wars. So I picked, uh, it kind of goes with the, the skeleton from earlier in the episode. I chose, uh, Calabas from Clash of the Titans, 1981 Mattel. Um, I want to say I got these for a birthday present or some kind of gifted mm, occasion. Mm. Um, I got the whole, Clash of the Titans line, except for, uh, Charon or Charon or however you say that one. Um, but. Yeah, another one. But, yeah. but mm. you know, th- these were kind of cool figures because it's back when every movie kind of like had an action figure and they're not great. But, I mean, they represent the, the characters well enough for the kids. And, and I, I think that's sometimes mm. what we miss out on as collectors. You know, we kind of look, oh, is this, you know, the C3PO have a, a silver leg or not? And, 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 and back then <laughs> they just were like, ah, we're going to slap this together. And, you know, they, they'd sculpt yeah. something in it. Oh, it's close enough. Oh, he's got fangs. Well, we'll just paint those on or whatever. Um, <laughs> I still have mine. Uh, yeah, from back then, I got mine in 1981. This was actually a Mattel line, which was kind of surprising because it wasn't any reuse in it. Well, there was some, but mm-hmm. not, not on this particular figure. Um, came with just a little sword. And I've still got the swords around here somewhere as well. But, uh, mine does not have a tail. Um, his tail was broken off. And I, I, I've heard, I've uh-huh. heard a lot of tales that, uh, tails mm-hmm.
0: yeah. that uh, Cal- <laughs> yeah, Calipus
1: frequently does not have his tail because uh, people tried to bend it and it did not mm-hmm. uh, I was
0: just about to say was it a flexible mm-hmm. thing or was it a hard it was, uh, was
1: kind of like the joints that uh, are kind of like the material that you know uh, Star Wars figures arms are made from where you can kind of flex it a little bit but the, mm. the joint where it attached to the body was solid it was just like some kind of piece that was inserted in there so it did not have an articulation point and uh, I think everybody was thinking it did and, you know if they just made it rotate yeah. it probably would have saved a lot of them but because it was like a little square piece in there it just did not hold up over time but um, fun little figure mm. from a you know a movie that yeah today it probably would have action figures but it'd be some kind of NECA thing and you know it but you know, this was just for kids. Hey, kid, go see a movie, and then you'd go to the you'd go to the store, and it'd be like, oh, there's the action figure, and you know, you'd you'd want it, and you know, was it the best representation? No, but you were you were reenacting your favorite movie or whatever. Mm. Um,
0: well, best thing about reenacting Clash of the Titans is you could set up a bunch of figures, and then stomp around going, ah, I'm the Kraken and then just tip a bucket of oh, water on them. Much, yeah. I, I think he hung out in my, my,
1: cantina quite a bit as a, as in my,
3: just because <laughs> I, yeah. I kind of
1: fit in with that crowd. But yeah. Yeah. It was that devil devilish dude. Yeah. Right? And he looks nothing oh. like one version of the character. I mean, that that's a character that has two distinct looks in the film. And I really don't think this figure looks like either of them really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they kind of tried to blend it all, blend it together. So, um, Not the best figure, but I I do think that he was uh, a good representation of that period when, you know, figures didn't have to be exact representations. So that's kind of why I picked him for the letter C. Cool.
0: Cool.
2: Good job. Hmm. All right. So we're going to move along. Ben
0: has D. Yes, indeed. This was uh, an instant one for me as well. Again, uh, I'm glad I got A and D because I didn't have to think very hard at all. Um, D was... uh, Instant choice of Deathstroke from the uh, <coughs> Mattel's DC Universe Classics. Um, and the reason I chose this one, this is because of the couple of hundred uh, characters we got in the DC Universe Classics line. This figure is my all time favorite from uh, that series. I just, I, I love it. I love the character, uh, always have done. Uh, this guy has the worst costume ever. Um, there's there's no way that blue and orange should work
2: at all. Uh, well, um, so they're on the colour spectrum, so they're, <laughs> they're opposite, so they should they should work together. Uh, I, I mean, it just really, you know, as a villain,
0: um, it's probably not your best choice. And, and throw in some great big poofy gloves and some pirate oh, boots and you're yeah. really rocking it. Um, this One thing with DC Universe Classics is um, I actually didn't start getting them from day dot. I remember them coming out and I remember thinking, oh, you know, I'm already collecting Marvel Legends and I buy a lot of comics and no, I can't commit to to that. But then, of course, you know, each successive wave came out and I thought, oh, and they were hard to get because you know, we couldn't get them in Australia. So I think my first wave that I bought at retail was wave six, which was the Calabac wave. Uh And then by then I decided I was all in and I had to go back and find them. And of course, um, wave five was impossible to find because I think mm-hmm. it was at Walmart. Exclusive, but wave three, gosh, was just impossible. That was the Solomon Grundy wave with Sinestro and, and Nightwing. And of course, Nightwing and Robin, you know, hugely popular characters. They were just impossible to find. And, um, I struggled to, to actually get any of the figures from that particular wave. And then, of course, one day I hit on that, that post that you see on a forum. And I can't even remember whose forum it was, whether it was AFB or Critical Mess or, Oz figurama, and I saw that famous poster that we we just love, where it says "selling my collection," and uh, you know, of course, that just conjures that thing from um, from Finding Nemo, where you see all the seagulls, you know, you go, mine, 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 you know. And- you know how whenever you get to that post, there's already 50 people that have posted before you, and you just go, how? How? How am I always so late to these yes. posts? <laughs> so, um, I clicked in there, got in there early, and I couldn't believe it that, that no one had actually posted. So I, I sent off a list, and, um, the guy got back to me, and I, I bought, I probably bought about 12 or 15 figures, including some duplicates for, for customizing, but, Deathstroke was number one on my list, and I can remember the guy, um, you know, getting back to me and saying, yes, I've got Deathstroke, but he's still carded. And uh, that was my one only piece of Grundy that I'd actually bought, and the rest, you know, came from people like Justin. Mm. Um, it took me a long time to finish him. But, look, this is just a, a magnificent figure. I think he came out in about 2008. Um as part of wave three. Um, he's fully kitted out. I don't know that any other figure came with as much stuff as this dude did. He came with uh, his sword, which is removable from the scabbard a pistol that is holstered on his left hip, um, a, a rifle, which um, he holds reasonably well. a sort of pretty kick-ass assault rifle, but I've always been a big fan of Deathstroke using the, the power staff that he had. And uh, he comes with his staff and um, look, I just, I love everything about this figure. I think it's just a stunning design. He he looks badass. I'm disappointed that DC upgraded him as part of um, the new 52. Uh and this guy is prominently at the front of my villain shelf cuz I love it. Mm-hmm. Do you have both versions? I don't have the unmasked one, but I have the DC Direct unmasked oh, one. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've never sort of actively sought that one cuz I just it's not one that I display cuz I think
2: Deathstroke's mask is is what sort of makes him uh, mm quite badass, so... I made the exception. I got both masked and unmasked. He's the only one. I just love that, oh, that storyline, um, Identity Crisis, where, um, yeah. Oliver sticks an arrow and he's already... <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> it's one of my favourite, favourite <laughs> parts of any comic ever written. Yes. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. <laughs> um, 15 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's also got the ammo
0: bandolier as well that goes, that crisscrosses his body, and that's removable too.
2: Mm. So, so that is the letter D. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on to E, and my figure is, um, it's actually evil from uh, the original Evelyn, I should say, from um, the Masters of the Universe line, um, released in the second wave, I believe, in 1982. But it's funny, I'm looking at my figure now, and it has... Uh copyright MI, which I guess is Mattel Industries. And it's got nineteen eighty one mm. and nineteen eighty two on the uh on the back of the head, which is something I've just uh found, which is a bit weird. But anyway, this is a repainted tealer, so <laughs> if you have a tealer, you also have an evil limb sort of thing. Now the the yellow is so striking strikingly vomitous on this <laughs> <laughs> figure, you can't believe it's not lead paint. Uh, uh-huh, cool. striking. Things and um, the thing is that the, the um, difference between this figure and how she appeared in the filmation cartoons, she was actually flesh coloured in filmation and um, yellow when she came to the action figure, which is very very strange, you know, with no real reason either. I guess yellow is evil. <laughs> That's
0: about it. Um, is she actually uh, cast in that colour, or she's painted that colour? No, she's
2: cast in this yellow mm. colour. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, my figure now, which I have in my hand, the spring action after all these years still works. Uh, <laughs> she also came with the staff. So depending on what country you lived in, some of the staffs um, glowed in the dark and some don't. And there is no mention of this on the packaging anywhere. Oh, um, so some people got so radioactive plastic? and Yeah, and I, I have radioactive plastic, which I <laughs> see from time to time, which still glows like anything. That's, that's the the silver band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like anything. <laughs> you know, a, a neat trick
1: for glow in the dark stuff, if you want to take pictures of it, is uh, use the uh, flat, use like a flashlight app on your phone to charge it and get it real close to it. And oh, then, okay. Um, and then, and the then once you take it off, it'll have that real bright green glow in the dark look to it. Mm.
0: Huh. So. Yeah, that's yeah. excellent. Oh, I so, like yeah. that. That would have been a hard one for me. E, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. I don't know. I could put <laughs> up some ease. Emperor. Mm. The Emperor. Mm. There's a few. There you go. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. True true.
2: So yeah. But this was a um I remember when I got this as well. This is the original figure from my original collection. And um this was purchased at um Kmart once again at the beautiful Bondi Junction <laughs> in the old uh, mall. And this was a two for one um deal. So I got her and Zodak at the same time. Oh, score. Uh, and I was with my mother when I bought it. So I wouldn't, I purposely got my mum to go get it with me because I was buying a uh, dolly, you know. Oh, no. Was, and then I had to explain that, um, no, no, she's, she's, uh, evil and, um, she's Skeletor's friend. So it's fine. That's, I'm allowed to play with her. So Excellent. That was about it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of amazing when you, you, you
1: can remember back to, Hey, I got these two figures together, and and somehow they're always linked in your mind. Then, you know what I mean. You always think, hey, yeah. this and this figure go together for some reason. That, that maybe they, yeah, do, but definitely. they do. You know, yeah, because um, yeah. I, I got a Darth Vader and a Stormtrooper. Those were my two first two Star Wars figures. So I always think mm. of the the vintage those two together. Um, mm. And then, you know there, there were some other ones uh, as well. You know the the Bespin Luke yeah. and the Hoth Han always kind of kind of go together too for mm. the same mm. reason
3: yeah.
1: now did did your kmart have the uh icy machine and the popcorn in it did you guys have the little no nah. i can always remember kmart the the smell of the popcorn machine you know what i mean that that stale popcorn smell that that, that oh, yeah. have after a while because it was right next to yeah. the toy aisle and i always remember that <laughs> when I, I think of kmarts and toys um it's I, I, uh, just I,
0: evil, I can, isn't it? I can, I can still smell it huh. to this day. Yeah. Um. Yeah, association is interesting. It is. Yeah. All right, John, bring yeah, us home. I
1: got the last one, and I got the letter F. And, you know, there's only so many things you can do with the letter F. Um, <laughs> okay, there's a lot <laughs> of things you can do with the letter F. But I decided to go um, with the vintage Firefly from, from the Hasbro G.I. Joe collection. And... The reason I kind of picked him is he was probably one of the last two G.I. Joe figures I bought before my collecting days stopped. Or, you know, my younger collecting days. And uh, I liked him because he was a Cobra. He was the first of the Cobras that wasn't, you know, the officer or the, the trooper. And I thought they were kind of plain. I didn't think they were really geared for combat. They got the little collars and they, they just look... They, they look like little police officers or something. They don't look like soldiers to me. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that that yeah. first Firefly figure was like the first Cobra figure that looked like a Cobra soldier. You know, he had the, the, oh, okay. the, the Balakava yeah. on and, you know, you could just see his eyes. He had the gray urban camo. He wasn't in some gaudy color like, like Destro or, you know, um, the, the Cobra troopers. Um, he came out in, was it 84? Yeah. Um, and, and really up to that, you know, there was a lot of Joe figures, but the Cobra figures really were sparse up to that point. Um, so this was like the first one. And, and he had, you guys know me, I was even an accessory junkie back then because he actually comes <laughs> with a lot of accessories. He actually has um, his rifle, which is a pretty cool, cool uh, submachine gun. And then uh, his backpack had uh, two pieces to it. It had like a little, you know, it has bombs and stuff all over it because he's a saboteur. And then uh, it has a little piece that comes off and it has like a little section in it with tools in it. And then a little socket set on one side of it. And then on top of that, he comes with like a little cell phone thing, a little radio. So um, he came with a lot of gear. He had like a little uh, explosive pack sculpted on one leg, but he just really looked like a generic soldier. You know, not like some crazy guy with a crocodile or hypnotic powers or
3: um, you know,
1: the, the, the bald eagle themed accountant, whatever, you know, um, he he wasn't one of the goofy Cobra figures. He was he was definitely, uh, you know, more in line. And, and and I just love that about him. Um, so I've, I've kind of always been been partial to that figure. So that's my letter
2: F. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Very good. All right, well that wraps it up. So, boys, do you think it's a keeper? Oh, I, I definitely do. <laughs> I, I, Absolutely.
1: I, 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 oh, I kind no, of good. got to ask though, what if you guys had got letter F? What would you have picked?
0: Phantom. Oh no, wait. <coughs> <laughs> F. Oh, uh, F. Uh,
2: uh, maybe uh, Freddy Krueger.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, nice, nice work. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. Um, Firestorm. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, good work. Um, really struggling with anything <laughs> F.
1: Yeah, it, it, it'd almost be interesting to give these same letters to another set of hosts and see what, what they yeah. come up with.
0: Yeah, we
1: could. So, yeah, true. So true. maybe we'll go through the whole alphabet and come back to it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with Q and Z. Well, Q, Q <laughs> has an obvious one. Yeah. Actually, maybe two. Um, Q has Q from Star Trek. Mm. Well,
2: uh, there was yes, a couple of versions A quasar as well. Hmm? Wasn't there a quasar from like a Six Million Dollar Man uh, line? Is that quasar? Or oh, I'm thinking pulsar. Sir. I have to look it up. There was a figure named quasar, but I can't remember what line it's in.
0: Not a Marvel yeah, we didn't quasar. Isn't we it? didn't get a we didn't get a Marvel quasar. We never uh, got the
1: uh, X X shouldn't be too hard. You could do an X Men
0: X Men Blackbird or something. Uh, <laughs> You yeah, yeah. I think you might be pushing it there a bit, <laughs> yeah.
1: but hmm. well, if you're out there, also let us know what you guys think of this topic.
2: Indeed. Okay. Well, we'll come back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up. The unmen are back for revenge, and they want Swamp Thing.
3: Weed killers poisoning Swamp Thing's home. Who can save it? Swamp Thing. Nobody poisons the Swamp Trap. I live here! It's feeding time for my Venus flytrap! It won't stop me! Is this the Ah! end of Swamp Thing? No! My mighty Bog Rover will put an end to you! Fire! Ah! Swamp Thing, guardian of the Earth!
0: Swamp Trap playset, Bog Rover and figures sold separately. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you, and if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you know you may just hear it read
2: out and justin you've got some feedback i do this comes via facebook um, and it's from jason Gambrell. and this was actually a couple of weeks ago so april 23rd we have uh it reads greetings programs a few weeks <laughs> ago i attended botcon 2016 and had a great time i picked up MP Ironhide to go with my other masterpiece, Transformers. Here's a pick. And there is a pick on the Facebook page. Uh, PS, I'm currently on episode 197. I just love how each episode gets more and more relevant with the times. It seems just like yesterday you guys were talking about getting your first SH figure arts. Keep rocking guys. Jason. <laughs>
0: Cool. I, I always love um, getting feedback from people who are listening to episodes. You know, they've they've come come in late or something and started from the beginning, and mm. so we get people saying, "Hey, uh, you know, loving the show. I'm up to ep- episode fifty seven, and you know, <laughs> it's going to be like two months before they, hey, I was mentioned on the show." <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I like that. Uh,
1: yeah, very good. Cool. Um, you know, I just forgot what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have a distracted yeah, just, by jason's praise yeah, i just it
1: completely gone completely completely <laughs> gone.
0: <laughs> fair enough all right well maybe we could sign off you can have a think about it and uh we'll we'll pick up at that point in the next episode
1: no well, maybe maybe not <laughs> as old as i am you know uh, it's it's here to miss on whether i remember or not
0: <laughs> True. Yeah, write it down, man. Write it down on that notepad that hangs around your neck. I,
1: you don't know how close I am to doing that.
0: <laughs>
1: At work, I actually write on the back of my hand, my left hand. No, I just, I just use the phone app. I, uh, I, I always come home and you know, I have writing on the back of my hand. Mrs. Nerd's like, "What? <laughs> what the hell's on the back of your hand?"
0: <laughs> oh, part number. I don't know. I smudged no. it. I find ignorance. That's right. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Good night. dogs, Peter. Good it. day.
1: Good morning. And cats. <laughs> and daddies.
0: The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davey Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues on Instagram at Action Figure Blues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Action Figure Blues. Thanks for listening. Just opened the world's loudest bottle of Pepsi Max. I (laughs) actually had the um, because my glass sits behind the microphone, and I was sitting here going, "What is that noise?" Because I had the headphones on. I thought, "I just there's a really odd odd noise." Is this what Scott's always complaining about? I took my headphones off, and it was the it was the drink bubbling. It looks like a a friggin' volcano. So I've put it
2: out of. um, I've put it behind me on a shelf now. So. It's one summer. I put a two litre one in the freezer because we just been back from shopping. So I wanted a cold. And then um, I I forgot about it and we're cooking dinner. And I went, oh, that Pepsi. And I pulled it out and I was sitting on the sink and I knocked it and oh, it landed land lid first oh. on the ground and just took off, like it split the lid <laughs> and the pressure from this two-litre bottle of Pepsi went straight through the kitchen. It went up a little jump into the bathroom, hit the bathroom spa step, landed in the spa and just went shoo, shoo, shoo. Run, run. So I basically oh, stood there because awesome. I was washing up and um, I turned around and go... <laughs> what what's what's going on i think i think my oldest daughter was <laughs> she was oh. lying on the ground laughing her head off <laughs> i <I'm> going, oh <laughs>